Good morning and welcome back to the Gospel Get Up, the podcast aimed at getting you in the Word with readings from the Daily Lectionary before sending you on your way to go about your day in the peace and joy of the Lord. This morning's readings take us into Zechariah chapters 12 and 13, and in the New Testament we move into the letter to Titus. The readings for today are set to an order for Matins. So without further ado, let's get into it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. Hasten to save me, O God. O Lord, come quickly to help me. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Praise and thanks to God. The Old Testament reading, once again, is Zechariah chapter 12 and 13. An oracle, the word of the Lord concerning Israel. This is what the Lord declares, who stretches out the heavens, who lays the foundation of the earth, and who forms the spirit of a man within him. Look, I will make Jerusalem a cup that causes all the surrounding peoples to stagger. When there is a siege against Jerusalem, it will also be against Judah. On that day I will make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all the peoples. All who lift it will be seriously injured, and all the nations of the earth will be gathered together against it. On that day, declares the Lord, I will strike every horse with panic and its rider with madness. But I will keep my eye on the house of Judah, and I will strike with blindness every horse that belongs to the other peoples. Each of the leaders of the clans of Judah will say in his heart, The inhabitants of Jerusalem are my strength through the Lord of armies, their God. On that day I will make the leaders of the clans of Judah like a firepot that ignites the woods and like a flaming torch among the sheaves. They will devour all the surrounding peoples, on the right and on the left. The people of Jerusalem will once again live in their own place, in Jerusalem. The Lord will save the tents of Judah first, so that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem will not become greater than that of Judah. On that day, the Lord will protect the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Anyone among them who is feeble will be like David on that day, and the house of David will be like God, like the angel of the Lord before them. On that day, I will set out to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. I will pour out on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace, who pleads for mercy. Then they will look at me, the one they have pierced. They will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child. They will grieve bitterly for him as one grieves over his firstborn. On that day there will be great mourning in Jerusalem, as great as the mourning for Hadad-Rimmon in the plain of Megiddo. The land will mourn, each family by itself the family of the house of David by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Nathan by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Levi by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of Shimei by itself, 
and their wives by themselves. All the families that remain, each family by itself and their wives by themselves. On that day, a fountain will be opened for the house of David and for the inhabitants of Jerusalem, for sin and for uncleanness. In that day, declares the Lord of armies, I will cut off the names of the idols from the land, and they will no longer be remembered. I will also remove the prophets and the impure spirit from the land. If anyone still prophesies, his father and his mother who gave birth to him will tell him, You shall not live, because you have spoken lies in the name of the Lord. Then his father and his mother who gave birth to him will stab him when he prophesies. In that day, each of those prophets will be ashamed of his vision. When he prophesies, he will not put on a prophet's garment made of hair in order to deceive. Instead, he will say, I am not a prophet. I have been a tiller of the soil since my youth when a man bought me. Someone will ask him, What are these wounds on your body? He will reply, I received these wounds in the house of my friends. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, and against the man who is my associate, declares the Lord of armies. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered, and I will turn my hand against the little ones. This will take place in the whole land, declares the Lord. Two-thirds of those who remain in it will be cut off and perish but one-third will be left in it. I will put that third into the fire, and I will refine them as silver is refined, and I will test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, This is my people. And they will say, The Lord is my God. This is the word of the Lord. The New Testament reading, once again, is Titus. Chapter 1. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ for the faith of God's elect people and the knowledge of the truth that conforms to godliness, based on the hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. At the proper time, he revealed this in his word, in the preaching that was entrusted to me by the command of God our Savior. To Titus, my true child in our common faith, grace and peace from God our Father and Christ Jesus our Savior. The reason I left you in Crete was so that you would set in order the things that were left unfinished and appoint elders in every city as I directed you. Such a man is to be blameless, the husband of only one wife, and to have believing children who are not open to a charge of wild living or disobedience. Indeed, an overseer, since he is God's steward, must be blameless, not arrogant, not quick-tempered, not a drunkard, not violent, not eager for dishonest gain. Instead, he must be hospitable, loving what is good, self-controlled, upright, devout, and disciplined. He must cling to the trustworthy message as it has been taught, so that he will be able both to encourage people by the sound teaching and also to correct those who oppose him. For there are many who are rebellious, whose words are empty, and who deceive, especially those of the circumcision party. The mouths of these people must be stopped, 
because they are ruining whole households by teaching what they should not teach for the sake of dishonest gain. One of their own prophets said, Cretans are always liars, vicious beasts, and lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. For this reason, correct them sharply, so that they may be sound in the faith, not paying attention to Jewish myths or the commands of people who turn their backs on the truth. All things are pure to those who are pure, but nothing is pure to those who are defiled and do not believe. Rather, both their minds and consciences are defiled. They claim to know God, but by their actions they deny Him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit to do anything good. But as for you, speak what is appropriate for sound doctrine. Encourage older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled, and sound in faith, love, and patient endurance. Likewise, encourage older women to be reverent in their behavior, not slanderers, not enslaved to much wine, but teachers of what is good, so that they can train the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, busy at home, kind, and submitting to their own husbands, that the word of God might not be slandered. Likewise, encourage young men to be self-controlled. This is the word of the Lord. We now read the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of heavenly hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you, Father of majesty unbounded, your glorious, true, and only Son, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. And we join to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to this new day. Defend us with your mighty power and grant that this day we neither fall into sin nor run into any kind of danger. And in all we do, direct us to what is right in your sight. 
Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. And now for the good news that never gets old, the news that Jesus is your Savior, who lived, died, and rose again so that all your sins have been forgiven. That's the gospel. Now get up and go and live to God's glory and for the benefit of your neighbor. Peace.